This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, you can text us on 812.15 or you can follow us on Twitter at um, Frank on Absolute or um, The Real Ashley Cole. Also, you can, <laughs> if you want to put anything on there. So, um, yeah, here we are. Mm. We've, um, we've already had an email from some people who listen every Saturday in Thailand. That's amazing, isn't it? Oh, I love our Thai fraternity. Oh, do you? Mm. Is that, is that um, possible to listen? What time would it be in Thailand? I Any think, ideas? Well, um, they are listening. I think they, I think they stream it, maybe. Oh, mm. They're saying, sat in the sun in Thailand. How lovely. And there's other stuff. They're expecting a monsoon, and then he's emailed again a minute later and saying, oh, the monsoon started. Uh, <laughs> sitting <laughs> waiting for a senorita to show. <laughs> do you remember that? Demisa Roussos. It's extraordinary. Guitars playing melodies from Spain and Mexico. Demise, come off. Oh, just come on. <laughs> Do you mean come off? That's what he taught, like. Do you remember Demise Roussos? No. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised to hear it was a he. Yeah, it was. Yeah, his beard and everything. Oh, beard, caftan, but sang in an incredibly high voice. And it was Demise. Mm. Guitars playing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's... that's um, Sorted out the week from the chat, yeah. as far as the listeners are concerned. <laughs> Anyone who was, wasn't sure about listening would have gone by now. Good to get that filter processing exactly. early. Yeah. I put in the, uh, the, the, the Demise Roussos scarecrow. We've just got the absolute purists now. <laughs> exactly. Absolute purists is our new station. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. We're bringing it. We're not quite sure what we're going to play on it. Um, I, speaking of um, aftershave. <laughs> I um my segues I don't know as good as they used to be. Are they? No, I might, you know I, people I might Schofield. go back to a moped. You know people Schofield with the gear changes. No, you're quite right. I um I was looking through my bathroom. Oh God! I was right in the back, right in the back of the cupboard. You know, oh yeah! Right past the uh, you know the little hotel <laughs> bottles and uh-huh. and the, and the magazine sachets. Uh-huh. Oh no, yeah! Right, right past there. And the emery right, boards. Right past there. That body shaver that they sent me free. That was that. Still in the packet. Mm. Um, and uh, I found some um, what I've some vintage aftershave. No, I've always been a bit of an anti-aftershave, man. I've You're not always... big on smellies, are you? Oh, no, not at I all. I was having a memory of you saying on this very show, people should smell how they smell. Yes, I agree with that. So I'm, I'm surprised well, There are people this. on telly who you look at, you can almost smell the aftershave. More, more thoughts from yeah. the uh, Pilgrim Definitely. Fathers later. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I think there's... Very... What's Daisy doing? Moving my um, microphone. I think it's perfectly fine to enhance your natural odour. Yeah. Yeah, but if is it all right if it's stuff from the seven? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we talking well, here? Well, um, Old Spice I wore on Tuesday. I, I Wowzer. I have to say, I think that's actually... You, you'll be surprised to hear this, but I think you're on trend. Mm. Really? I've, is, that, is it back? I've got a bottle of Old Spice recently. I think it's back. Can oh, I say, what more way, evidence do you need? Can I just point out... got a bottle. <laughs> if there's anyone listening from Old Spice, don't send me any. This will last me... Well... I would say the size of the bottle. I'm of an age there where I can look at a bottle and think that will last me the rest of my life. <laughs> so don't bother. Mm. Um, anyway, I put that on. I'll tell you what Did I forgot. You? Yeah, so I, I was doing a, t- a TV show and I thought, no, I'll put a, I'll put a bit of... Uh, I'll mm-hmm. put a bit of old spice. My dad used to use old spice, so it was, it was a bit of a nostal... Mind you, he also, he also used to just uh, put his fingers in the butter bowl and put that on his hair. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was a man who used he used his natural environment. My dad, he was like a like a plane crash survivor, eating squirrels and living on berries. Yeah, so he'd look in the mirror, just finger in the bottom bowl, and straight on. I used to live with a bloke who had uh, very curly hair, and he put olive oil in there. Is that common? Yes, we were staying with some family friends in Glasgow, and the dad put the comb in the chip fat. <laughs> that's honestly, that's true. I think that was quite up. common. I'm just amazed that you knew anyone who had chip fat. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone that it's gone that far so, down there. So Old Spice, Frank. So is it just the Old Spice? Well, no. I started with the that, that was Tuesday, and something high I forgot. Karate, Wednesday. No, no, I didn't have any high karate. Oh, I um, yeah, I'm, I'm still pre-links. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't have any links. I'll, I'll get round to it. Um, 
So uh, what I'd forgotten is with your old aftershaves, it's not mm. like your... You know your modern-day smellies? Mm. They're like soothing balms and stuff mm. like that. But yet the old one, you put it on and it's, it's very rare one does any grooming <laughs> accompanied by the sound... <gasps> and it was... It re- the second time I put aftershave on this week... I, I went, the hands went towards the throat and I hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> I slightly lost my nerve. I'd forgotten it was, it's quite, um, I believe the word is astringent. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, oh, it's very, very male. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, well, yes, we were talking about, uh, Aftershaves. Mm. So, uh, so that was Tuesday. Can I just say, Frank, you need to be given your propers because we've had a text in from Steve who says, "Segway moped." I was crying. I see. That was a joke that I thought had gone uh, fallen on stony ground. But I can do a joke in here, and no one even hears it. And I just carry on. I think it's okay, you know. but somewhere out there, there's always a listener who thinks, oh, There's no. a Steve. Yeah. There's a Steve for <laughs> Good every on you, job. Steve. You've, you've, you've dragged my morning back from the mire. He, he doesn't say whether he found it funny. I he mean, just says, I was crying, <laughs> to be fair. Perhaps I interrupted him. He was already crying. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I suppose if he, if he broke off from crying for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've all cried on Saturday morning. To appreciate morning, some wordplay. <laughs> um, yeah. Frank, can we go back to your ablutions? Yeah, so on, um, on mm. Thursday... Because mm. I, I did, I did some. Um, I don't like to talk about my um, other. You had work. a lot of TV work on, though. Let's well, be honest. I, so Tuesday, I was was Old Spice, and um, on um, and it was. That I haven't bottle. seen that show. Of yours. You know that bottle where you. Uh, yeah, it's. it's um, Which one is that? It's me interviewing Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and he's done it. Yeah, I've done. I've done the Old Spice joke and relax. <laughs> okay, we threw it. If you enjoyed um, that, text in on eight twelve fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and and then on Thursday I went for um, brute. Oh, oh, Frank, brute thirty three on the twenty fifth. Well, no, no, it wasn't thirty three. <laughs> That's oh. what the ads campaign said. I know, but thirty three. I don't know if you're aware of this. Mm. But, uh, first of all, there was brute or oh, Henry, is it pre thirty three? Yeah, Henry, gonna... Henry Cooper used to the great smell of brute. He used to say, <laughs> I love that. And um, and then they bought out Brute 33. It was a cheaper version of Brute. Oh. And oh, they really? advertised... It was called 33 mm. because, get this, <laughs> the reason it was cheaper as well is it had a third of the fragrance of the original. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I like the idea, you know, an old working-class scene. I'm sorry, Mary, but... Um, <laughs> Times are hard now. I'm afraid I've lost job at mill. We're all going to have to smell a, a little bit less nice than we used to. I say a little bit. Two-thirds less nice than we used to in order to save funds. Yeah, so they made it cheaper and less nice. They could have called it brute less nice. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, instead but instead, well, the, that would have been quite seventies ad campaign because they were quite basic. The ad campaigns yeah, yeah. then. Well, the ad campaign for uh, brute. I looked this up. Um, oh, yeah. The ori- original slogan was "The Essence of Man," mm-hmm. oh. which I like. I like the idea of that. Yeah, I've explained. Fine line between that and beer, though. I mean, it, it feels like. Oh was, God! It sounds like smelly you? man. Oh, I was What's thinking like you? Neil Armstrong could have. Oh, right, he, yeah, could have yeah. he could have snuck it in when he put his foot on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> People weren't so sponsorship aware in those days. No, I like those old like fragrances though. That little whiff of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, takes well, you. But I remember our butcher used to wear that, Brute Thirty Three, when still, he'd come round to the house. Really, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I've still got oh, because we're recording next week. I've still got uh, Blue Stratos. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that. No, well, that, that's Tuesday's already lined up. <laughs> Howard Winston. Is that his name? Ray Winston. Oh, yeah. Howard Winston was a, was a boxer. Ray Winston's a man, I imagine, got a bit of aftershave. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Frank, 527 says Del Winton looks like an aftershave kind of bloke. Yeah, but he's just masking something. I'm on about someone who's wearing it as a... Mitt Romney. I, I think he's fairly open, yeah, to Mitt be fair. Mitt Romney. And, and uh, oh, Max Clifford. 
Oh, reeking. You couldn't breathe within 10 yards mm. of Max. That's my theory. I'd that, like to know, Actually, I'd like to... What about this for a text in? Who, who do you think, just from seeing on telly, <laughs> smells of aftershave? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Hi, our listeners have been texting in. I'm going to use the word droves because we've had such a big response to who on TV looks like they might smell of aftershave. (laughs) (laughs) It's extraordinary. Uh, We have. Turns out that's the question they've been waiting to be asked (laughs) (laughs) all these years. Ben in Birmingham, Peter Stringfellow, spicy yet floral. We've, uh, we've also had... I didn't think they'd actually say what they smelled of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. They've uh, opted. As I bet Timothy Dalton smells of leather and wealth from, <laughs> from Ben the Plumber. <laughs> Less wealth than he used to smell. Yeah. Timothy well, Dalton. Who knows, seen him for who knows what he's done. Extraordinary um, reference. 109, uh, David Dickinson, Paco Rabanne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is he? Paco Rabanne. I don't know what that is. Paco oh. Rabanne's a scent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's a certain type of when man. I'm doing my documentary series Frankincense <laughs> exploring these things Paco Rabanne you rummaging at the back could be the perfect starting scene for Frank and Sense it, the, uh, yeah, it oh wow it could I tell you that, that the, on, the blue stratos is as yet uncorked <laughs> I don't know what that, that could smell of anything Karen... I hope it hasn't corked <laughs> I I know, like, can it do that <laughs> I don't think so yeah, I think it's slightly it's slightly neck from uh, the avenues. Frank Karen yeah. says, Frank, I reckon Vernon Kay reeks of links. Mm. Is yes. uh, what Karen thinks. <laughs> That's basically calling him immature, though, isn't it? I mean, that is yeah. sort of saying he's a bit teenage boy like. Is he? I think so. Uh, no, I mean, th- I think that's what she's saying. I'm not saying okay. that. I don't know. Is Link uh, still available? Oh, oh yeah. So. Very, widely. Widely. So. Okay. It's a long time since you've perused the aisles of a chemist. I've actually bought an Old Spice deodorant because I like the aftershave. And I, know, I realised I've got um, I've got a couple of uh, roll-on deodorants that I had the eau de toilette of. Do you know what I mean? The same scent, matching. Yeah. I've and never the, worked out the difference between an eau de toilette and a... Uh, and an eau de parfum. Well, we talked about it, and mm. Emily told me that it just smells stronger, the yeah. aftershave. Oh, you put it's it in the same es- place. It's more essence. Yeah. Well, yes, you, do, you put it in the same sp- place. Where do you think you put it? The bathroom uh, cabinet. Is yeah, that what you I, meant? I'm looking for a weaker version of... Um, of, of, of links. I'm looking for the weakest links. Oh. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry, but it was in my head, and if you don't let them out, I'll get a, a, a pain in my... It just, I know you just do. Below, just below my ears. Like, like it's what like the pain David Baddiel says he gets when, he doesn't have, when he's not allowed chocolate or something. If, 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 if he, if he, he says, wants, I actually feel ill. If he wants a dessert, he gets yeah. pain in his jaw. He goes, no, I have to eat it. He, he, he has to have a dessert, otherwise he's in agony. Yeah. Somebody's Terrible. guessed Philip Schofield as a... I bet he does have a nice aftershave smell. They've guessed high karate, but I would say something more um, modern. I think something quite subtle. I'm yeah. going Kuros. Um, Kuros. Yeah. Frank 722 and Wogan, like earth slash soil. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they're a bit, I think that text is about 20 years too early. <laughs> I'm sure, sure they didn't mean Wigan. Smells of soil. Whatever. Okay, we'll have more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> more. Uh, who wears aftershave? And and indeed, what do they smell like? Mm. Um, Frank, can we talk briefly about? I believe he's your old gaffer, and he's got himself into a, a little bit of trouble this week. Oh, Frank Spencer. No, Roy. I'm in a bit Roy. of trouble. King Roy. <laughs> yes. Did uh, you see this? He was on the tube. Oh. I mean, that's embarrassing enough in itself. Well, I thought that was brilliant <laughs> that Roy Hodgson was on the yeah. tube. Yeah. yeah, but he was holding his coat in a sort of old man, I feel uncomfortable being here fashion. The best thing is that he wasn't, he wasn't um, sitting down. He was on one of those, on the tube. But for, for those of you who don't, don't live in London, on the tube, there's the seats on the tube. But then there's these little sort of half seats that are a bit higher that mm-hmm. you sort of... You can sort of, if you don't want to stand up, and so, it's it's sort of parrot perch. I'm going. Yeah, they're sort of oh, yeah. they're for people with leaning difficulties. 
What's so, a sort of a Sorry, can we just give that the respect it was due? They right. just, they just, <laughs> they just take, take the edge off it. And he's on one of those on the pictures. He's on a yeah. half seat. Yeah. Almost but, suggesting the tentative nature of the England manager's job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's got the overcoat over the shot. Over, it's, I like that. Mm, That's like forearm. That. I, yeah. thought, I thought there might, might have been a whiff of a firm blue stratus about him. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Roy going for it. I like Roy partly because he uh, used to manage um, the team I support and did. did now you've got well. now you've got that bloke, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've got that bloke now. But um, <laughs> now, he also me and him, me and Roy have got very similar throats nowadays. I've noticed. <laughs> what do you I've, mean? I've developed. You know those sort of as you get older, you develop those sort of collar curtains. Oh yeah, bit bit George Lucas. Yeah, yeah bit bit. You a haven't bit. got that. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. If I um, if it's, I, I won't do it now in case I do anything to my spine. But when I'm at home on my own, I can do a sort of flick. You know attractive women flick their hair? Mm-hmm. I yes, can, I do. I can do that. And with my throat, I can get a sort of a slapping sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I get it right, if, if it's like, you know, uh, like somebody going up for a header and getting it actually right, it's, it's like the crack of a whip. The, t- <laughs> the, two, the two sides of... Um, like a music. cow's dewlap. Like, yeah, it is. It's like a, it's, it's a, like a dewlap, um, dewlap clap. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Phil Mitchell, combination of brute and old spice, old brute. That's 969. Um, What's his real name? Steve McFadden. Steve McFadden. Oh, Steve McFadden, of course. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Roy, Roy, Roy We're Hodgson. talking about Roy on the tube. I love the fact that he's on the tube. There's something yeah. fabulously old-fashioned football manager about that. Then he gets off it and walks through the car park full of Bentleys and Porsches and yeah. whatever. It's brilliant. kind of cool, isn't it? He's become well, you, you love that, but he didn't... Unfortunately, he made a bit of a gaffe, your old gaffer, didn't he? He did. Because what was he... He was talking about Rio. He said he did say after that he was, he was disappointed. He said... <laughs> I think that obviously I think his greatest crime was saying of Rio, it's got to be the end of the road, he's pushing 34. Yes. Which I found one of the most upsetting things I've ever read. Yeah, in my but you're, life. you're not an international central defender. Mm. Well, and you no, say that. No, don't, well. don't, don't let anyone tell you you are. <laughs> yeah. I know what men will, you know, they'll butter you up and tell you this <laughs> and tell you that. People will tell you anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, you're not. You're just not an international central defender. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. But someone, that's what friends are for, to put, put people right on that. I didn't think he'd said anything that bad from what I was reading. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if you're he... supposed to announce your squad on the underground. <laughs> you're but, not meant to do it on the northern line, darling. But didn't he also bring that sort of Roy Hodgson dignity to it of saying, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't be talking to people on the tube, so if, if anybody asks me any football <laughs> questions in the future, my apologies if I seem a bit quiet about it. Like, you got it. It's almost like... I believe what he actually said was... Um, I'm sorry for having a conversation with a passing punter, which I like. (laughs) (laughs) Who's passing on the tube? (laughs) But he was attempting to reduce the significance of his crime, I guess. But I do think there's a sort of a common sense. If you're 34 and you haven't played for England for two years, you sort of think, well, it's not like I'm 24. I don't think the age is relevant, though. Frank Lampard must be around that. Age is relevant to central defenders. I know, but Frank Lampard's 34. Look, Emily, age is relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Just accept that. (laughs) Peter Shilton, he was about... He was ancient. (laughs) He's a goalkeeper, it doesn't matter, it's different. Who said that? I don't know. <laughs> Such a good voice. I thought another person. I thought it was my own head. <laughs> I thought it was coming in my headphones. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was picking up someone. Was in early for rock and roll football, <laughs> and they was uh, sticking anyway, in there. A Penneth. Well, he shouldn't I, have done it, Frank. I don't, well, I'm not sure about that. Really? I think the reason the press are giving him so much stick is the people he's supposed to be telling this stuff to is the press. They don't like the idea oh, that yeah. he's on public transport talking to the ordinary fan mm-hmm. about it. Mm. I think, yeah, what he's done is he's he's broken down the walls of democracy and he's, he's stepped into our domain and they don't like it. I think he's, he's a hero. He's yeah. got out the middleman in a way, isn't that? Yeah. The press are worried. He did say he was disappointed that it had been recorded in this way and that mm-hmm. um, when he thought about Rio discovering that he wasn't playing in this fashion, he worried he'd be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> if you took the word disappointed out of your average football person's uh, 
vocabulary, they really would. Yeah. They'd have to start, start saying things like, Heartbroken. <laughs> really? Frank seven four zero. Emily is quite defensive sometimes, though. Oh, hey, that's very that, good. I, I'm very solid very at the back as well. Yeah, and it's she, fair to say. Yeah, and, and she does. Um, she dodges the odd urine test um, <laughs> between you and me. So, um, oh, sorry, she was the last person to mention that. <laughs> anyway, she is a woman. So. Uh, Oh, thanks. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, she is a woman. Castor Semenya at her... Oh, never mind. Sorry, I've, I've gone very uh, post-Olympic glow. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So. Frank, uh, 841 Jason Orange wears yeast extract. <laughs> Does he? Mm. And uh, Rocky from Reading says Brian Blessed uses weed all. I don't know what weed all is. is I'm imagining it gets rid of uh, weeds. weeds in the undergrowth. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't need to articulate that. Yes. I could have just guessed it in my own head, couldn't I? Yes, it's a reference to the blessed beard. I think, mm. I think it probably is. We've had a few people texting in that people with beards don't wear any aftershave. I thought that was your review of his beard, the blessed beard. I quite like <laughs> I, that. I think that, the blessed yeah. beard. <laughs> I thought you were getting a little bit religious. <laughs> well, it is. It's a very special anniversary, of course, this week. What is it? 50 years. Of? As the rest of the country celebrates the Bond anniversary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're celebrating 50 years since the uh, Second Vatican Council <laughs> met. Oh, that's lovely. My name's 23rd. <laughs> John the 23rd. <laughs> How do you celebrate that? If everyone else is having Bond theme parties, what are you doing? Just sitting about we're having a council? We're talking about uh, the major reformations that, that <laughs> took place at that time and, and whether they've been fully instigated or whether the Conservatives in the Church have somehow sought to quash that instigation. Cathy's loving it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, no, but I like Bond, Bond as well. Bond mania. Bond, Bond, Bond. Yeah, everywhere. Oh. Sky have got... The, have you seen Sky have got a new channel called... Is um, it just Bond? It's called Sky 007 HD. Oh. oh it's a lot of... It's a lot of letters. <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't be a bad um, number plate. Oh, right yeah. It's a bit internet there. password, that one, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll stick with that one. I like I'm that there's been... getting a bit fed up a password one. <laughs> I know if is someone your... breaks in. <laughs> I've had to one. change one. I was using Dr Buck for a while from one, from one of the fall oh, songs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So I thought no one would ever guess that. <laughs> Frank, That's um, interesting. Uh, there's some. What it's I like. cold in here, but I've, be okay, I've, become, I've become very clenched. Okay, I realise. Turned up the heating now, <laughs> Frank. What I like about I've all this. I've contracted into like you know when you get um, when you take an elastic band off something and it's um, it, you can't separate it goes into a, a tight. Mm -hmm. I'm like that. So I've got the heating under the control. Under okay, control. you leave it alone. Um, this is the sort of thing we could do during the songs, I'm sure. I know, I know, yeah, sorry. you're probably right talking about it. No, but sure Frank, it. Can, I, can we get back to Bond, please? Okay, what yes. I like is that there's sort of 1960s gossip coming out as well, very late in the day. Like, this woman who was in the original Bond film has been talking... Eunice Gason, is her oh, name? Oh, yeah, Eunice she Gason. She played Sylvia I have, Trench. used to have her on a, on, a, on a card. I used to collect James Bond cards. Oh. Did you? Which were bubblegum cards, but, but which were really quite saucy. Mm. And uh, it was re it was exciting because I used to go and buy these, and I wouldn't, you know my parents didn't know there, were, there was lots of um, low cut tops and oh, leggy yeah. girls on them, and I was like I was about nine, and I was oh man, it was the most exciting thing that ever happened. And then they did an expose on um, that's life or whatever it was called <laughs> on the bubblegum cards. Yeah, oh, and uh, what my, was the expose? And, uh, that it was that these very saucy pictures were oh, on I children's see. cards, and, my, and our Nora said that you collect those cards, don't you? Well, of course, I was shamefaced. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. I remember there was a trap. Oh, she set up a trap. The, the family was there. My mum and dad had Nora, and they, she said, "So which which card do you like best?" And I thought, "I know what they're after." Mm. So what I picked, did you say? I picked a nice picture of Odd Job. <laughs> <laughs> and they what, said, is there a nice picture of Odd Job? And then Nora said, "No, no, which one with a lady on do you like best?" <laughs> and I thought this is this is leading the witness. It's an <laughs> yeah, so I went for Anna Blackman in a roll neck sweater. That folder <laughs> smart. <laughs> Oh, always wily, Frank. I yes. love that about you. Anyway... That's what the roadrunner was uh, saying to me just the other day. <laughs> That's what Joe was saying. 
Um, Sylvia Trench, she was talking about Sean Connery's first day on set. She said he was so nervous, he couldn't even say the lines, the name's Bond, James Bond, and he kept saying, the name's Sean Bond, James Connery. <laughs> Which I thought was awful. Do you believe that? I do not believe this. this don't you? These people, they try to insert themselves in history, <laughs> yeah. don't they? And I, I said to Martin Luther King, why don't you tell people about that dream? I think it's quite interesting. You know what I mean? I don't believe that for well, a second. she claims that the director then suggested he went to have a drink, Sean Connery. He should yes, go and have yeah. a drink to... I, I read about this, and even then she said, so I took him to a bar and yes. said, I think you need to have... It's all me, me. No. Yeah. You turned up, you did a bit of acting, you went out. And if... Uh, Do you know what? Frank's still angry about the card <laughs> that he was forced <laughs> to relinquish. That thing about... An actor, surely, one thing they'd be able to handle is... Uh, oh, I'll tell you what, when I'm doing acting, I'm not called my normal name. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. sometimes have to adopt the it's, name of the character. It's like day one of acting school, isn't it? You know, I went... And they say to you, you know, when you're acting, you're probably going to need a different name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's one of the things you can grab uh, straight away. Fair enough. With yeah. the old acting. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> but believe. I do. I think. No, do you remember what, the original series of Hawaii Five O? Yes. You used to have a picture of that big Hawaiian bloke, the body guy. You used yes. to have the names. It'd say like Steve. It'd say um, Jack Lord as <laughs> Steve <laughs> McGarrett <laughs> and blah. And then he used to come and used to say Zulu as Kono. <laughs> and I used to always think, why bother changing that? <laughs> but of course, I realised that Hawaiians were probably watching it and thinking, uh, Jack, uh, Steve McGarrett, uh, Jack Lord, or Jack Lord, uh, Steve McGarrett, why bother? What's the difference? It should have just been Zulu as himself. Yeah. I love an as himself. Zulu was, oh, I love an as him. I've been an as himself. <laughs> and and as oh, himself? Yeah. That's the best one ever. Yes, I've. Uh, ship's cat, Basil Brush, that's the, my favourite credit ever. <laughs> but Frank. Um, Man in marquee, Wilfred Hyde White. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Angry child. I'm sure I was that once. Oh, yeah. Jason the Asthmatic. Yes, we know about that. Yeah, don't bring that on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was no, it was no like I keep banging on about it. <laughs> you do, it's Jason the Asthmatic. You kind of do. Jason the Asthmatic. I kind of do every show. Keep wheezing on about it. But they did a poll <laughs> to talk, and they were trying to discover who everyone's, they often do this, who's oh, your favourite Bond. Why don't, why don't we save this for us? Oh, OK, the OK. Break, because um, I think it's quite a big chat, your favourite Bond. I think there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot of grey areas. There is now. I like James Connery. <laughs> yeah, James Connery. <laughs> I like Zulu as Kona. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. You know, we were talking about the old... Uh... Red Hot Chili Peppers in the house. You know, <laughs> I was thinking, that Johnny Cash one, I oh. want the line starts there. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that an hour into the show you were doing a little physical and vocal warm-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps that's what Johnny Cash is doing. I, think so. yeah, I don't yeah. want to go straight into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep... Anyway, Do you think sorry. if they started the recording like ten seconds earlier, he'd be going, Papa's got a head like a ping-pong ball. Papa's <laughs> like a ping-pong ball. I hope so. Like a ping, like a ping-pong ball. Boss says that all the time and I'm starting to wonder <laughs> if he means it. <laughs> Um, you know, we were talking about the James Bonds. Uh, we've had a text in, what time is Sean Connery going to Wimbledon? Tennish. Oh, <laughs> See, wow. that's my kind of gag. <laughs> that's a good gag. That yeah, that's also, uh, that's also good... cannon and balls kind of gag. It's, well, it's such a yeah, good does gag, that make it makes it me wonder that somebody's texted in a Tim Vine joke or something like that. Maybe it is. Oh, yeah, that's a worry. It is a worry. Yeah. But um, let's let's look for the positive in 753 and hope that they've but just made But what's good about it, it wasn't Sean Connery actually at the US Open that was one Yes, he was. Yeah, but he was all wrapped up in a blanket, which I found a bit depressing. Yeah, including over Face as well, yeah. And he was like strapped on that trolley thing. <laughs> I wonder if they, I wonder if they're keeping something quiet about him. He's got a bit of a Hulk Hogan thing. Oh, I shouldn't mention him today, but going on with the hair as well. Hulk Hogan. In case uh, I'm not suggesting for a second that you watch his um, his video, but pictures of him in the paper with a blonde moustache and a black beard is one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. It is like some sort of wild creature emerging from his collar. Can we just say that? Perhaps we should say people shouldn't watch his video because if we don't intimate that it's adult content, then they might think, "Oh, oh yeah, I'll watch that." He no, might no, be falling don't. off a skateboard no. or no, something. No, don't like watch it. No, it's, it's, it's uh, silly billies on that. <laughs> <laughs> silly billies. Um, 
Frank, <laughs> can to... we get back to Bond? Mm. <laughs> because back to Bond. This, a poll they did this week. Sean Connery has come out on top. He, he says, always, he always wins. Yeah, he always does. Um, number, th- well, Daniel Craig was third. No, he was second, second. I do apologise. But third was Pierce Brosnan. Now, I was shocked because there's a glaring omission to me. There is, here, yeah. And he's my favourite. Mm. And I don't know how you two feel, but it's mm. Roger, I have to say, is mine. Yes. Yeah. Is he yours? I, I love Roger Moore. I oh, good I boy. I don't know why he gets that stick for his, um, his, uh, his bondness. No one rocks a safari does, suit like him. He's a bit comical and stuff like yeah. that. But, when, but then the moments when it's, it's almost like he's been playing the part of a buffoon in the film. Mm. But when it comes down to it and he's got a bit of dirt on his face mm. and a black roll neck sweater and he's maybe climbing onto a submarine, then you see the real man. Mm-hmm. And the handsomeness of the face. Daniel yeah. Craig's... Um, Little uh, swimming trunks got sold last night. Did you oh, know that? God, that was the end of that <laughs> yeah. yeah. For about 45... I don't know if you listen to the news when, when Tanya reads yeah, it. Yes, yes. But, um, yeah, about 45 grand they, they went for. Mm-hmm. And unwashed, it said. Mm. Now, as you know, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig poached my cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like the whole thing's exploded in his face because he must have wore them in Casino Royale, what, seven or eight years ago? <laughs> They've still they've been in the basket all the time. I love time. that you can't let the anger go towards <laughs> Daniel Craig. Anyway, I, I agree. I think Roger Moore is um, sadly under, underestimated. He also um, made me. Uh, I, I, well, there's great things about it. Oh God, he's just appeared on the telly. Oh, oh lovely. Oh, oh, too much. Too much blush, for Rog. Ta- tablet, tablets in my. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm all right. Go on. Um, no, I went to uh, I went to see him live. Uh, you know, he does a sort of a he does a touring uh, show where he talks about being Roger Moore. Oh, does he? Does he? Oh, it really? on a sort of Dave Allen stool? I like the sound of this. Yeah, and um, no, I think it's been cleaned. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he tells he told the story when I saw him. I saw him in, in Cheltenham, and uh, he's, he was on about you know David Niven. You were a David Niven, the, yeah. the actor. When he died. Mm. Um, he went to the house of David Niffen and he said David Niffen's wife was there. And she was outside, the press was outside, there's lots of uh, flashing cameras, and Roger Moore arrived, and the wife came out and um, was screaming and shouting at... Uh, she, he said she was, you know, she'd been drinking and she was shouting at me and saying, you know, he never liked you and all this kind of stuff. He said, and I, I said to her, get inside or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't know about you, but I- I'm a bit more sort of tentative around the bereaved. <laughs> Generally, I-, I couldn't quite believe it. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I saw some great black and white pictures of... Um, Roger Moore, <laughs> sort of on location when he's playing Bond. Oh, yeah. Fit, in, when they had a break in the filming, him and Cobby Broccoli used to play backgammon. Really? I oh. mean, God, people don't do that anymore, do they? No. Fabulous, I've never done it. fabulous never. glamorous times. I bet Rog didn't use uh, alcohol as a performance crutch. That's not his style. No, but, no. Uh, but I bet he used um, Brute. <laughs> yes, I do. Brute Force. Yeah, no, brute, brute Aftershave. Oh, because if I remember rightly, in... Um, in Live and Let Die. Oh, do, you remember, do you remember when he, he's smoking a cigar and he suddenly uh, he fires like an air assault yes. somewhere? Like that, that, I believe, that is brute that he <gasps> uses. Wow. Oh. The whole circular discussion this morning, I think it was T.S. Eliot who suggested that in my end is my beginning. Was it? Absolute radio here. <laughs> Absolute um, T.S. Eliot. Can yeah. we just quickly establish, by the way, are you are you Roger, by the way? Am I Roger? Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you Roger more? No, you're not. That's not your favourite Bond. <laughs> no, Sean Connery. Oh uh, God. I mean, I like Roger Moore, but to oh. be honest, I'm I'm not one of these people that's mad about Bond. It's it's oh, fine. Oh God. It's fine. I like them if they're on at Christmas, but if they never made another one, I wouldn't care. Oh. I, I just we don't need it, you. I we don't need your type at the moment. I'm not you a massive. Care. I wouldn't care. Wouldn't care. I've even I've I've uh, read a, read a couple of the novels as well. Much better than you might think. Oh no, mm. I wouldn't expect them to be good. Yeah, mm. but Con- Connery like. I mean, I mean, imagine a people glass saying, collector oh, in a Glasgow pub. Do you want to come to my uh, James Bond theme party? Oh no. <laughs> 
<laughs> one thing I don't like, Frank, is why does James Bond? I don't like that he has that old man car, sort of Coronation Street car, whatever it is, Aston Martin. It's horrible, old-fashioned That's car. Class. No, it's like Coronation it's Street. Anyway, it's horrible. I don't anyway, think there's Aston Martins you, on Coronation Street. I tell you where we're going now. <laughs> Do you know where we're going now? As well. Astrid Martin was a, was a character on there. <laughs> they look like Coronation Street cars. Um, we're going now, Frank. Yes. Over to email corner. Oh, well, hold on. I'm, I need no. to get. Can, oh, you, can oh. you two just um, make me see Bantel? I've got there. Oh, well. Can done. I just throw this in first? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, isn't it? He cried. I'm, I'm playing this live, by the way, if anyone's. <laughs> this is for Buzz. He cried when he saw me this week. I'm playing it on the Coleman paper. Do people still play the Coleman paper? No. Okay. <laughs> Chucking a harmony there. It's a bit, a bit of a Kenny Everett moment. Did you watch the drama about Kenny no, Everett? No, I didn't. Like, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I think people need to um, establish that there's a thing called acting and there's a thing called doing an impression. <laughs> so if you put, like, Sir Richard Burton on one side and and, uh, and John Colshaw on the other, they're, they're, they're not in the same line of business. Mm. OK, just a little tip there for the makers of those... Um, True life dramas. Oh, I love Although Frank. I've uh, I've done my little Frank Spencer today, so there's there's a BBC Four. I, I did a Denise Van Outen mm, earlier. Bet it, you did, yeah. But we're not tied to it. No, exactly. We're there's more to us. So, okay. He, uh, I I did uh, what an entire link as Denise Welsh, and no one even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery, do you like DIY? Yes, I do it myself. There's, oh God! Yes. That somebody's just texting in Sean Connery jokes now. Yes. I don't know why that would have happened. Oh, I hope it's Roger. <laughs> it you want they said afterwards, "I will Roger, kill you." Roger on his phone with big buttons. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you. Uh, was that a bloke he was in pantomime with? <laughs> it makes you wonder if his real name is Sean Connery. Very good. Yeah. Can we stop and these relax. now? So unfemale. Anyway, we're in, it, we're in an email corner. We haven't read an yeah. email out yet. Okay, I'm trying to, but you keep doing these male puns. Um, okay, let's kick off. Dear Frank, Alan, and Emily, in response to Alan's comments about joggers listening to the podcast, that's not a euphemism, they're actually joggers. Mm -hmm. I live in the beaches area of Toronto, Lovely. a large conurbation in the southeast of Ontario. Ah, uh, yes. And listen to the podcast every day while cycling to work, all the while laughing out loud and having a wonderful link to Blighty. Oh, I mm -hmm. must say... Is it's Blighty on this week? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very informative show, and my recent Google history since tuning tells its own story. Proust, the Montgolfier brothers, uh, Albert Pierpoint... Fabulous. Wittgenstein... We're like an... We're like an advent calendar to intellectualism <laughs> you open the little door go into google and there the whole world opens up wh Auden and the fall to name but a few <laughs> blimey anyway i can't do a night's move on emily as the fiance and kids would probably object wrong all way right. round but you are all welcome on to, to, to toronto i'd be glad to show you around that's matt in toronto we get a lot of internationals don't we don't do. we should start like a world news section when we do a we do work. you know world news which is like the worst mm. part of the news yeah. oh, i hate that bit the, 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 the little you know, you're abroad and you get bbc oh. world news and you think oh no it's going to be some <laughs> people setting fire to a not very good effigy <laughs> You know, the effigies in the Middle East, they, if I, that's where the money is. If you opened a, a nice uh, effigy shop in the Middle East, I mean, in the age of the colour printer, there's no excuse for it. They look nothing like them. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're still in email corner. I won't bother playing it again because we never left. That, um, the guy from Toronto, what's his name? Sorry. Matt in Toronto, Matt in brackets Toronto. formerly of South London. Last time I was in uh, Toronto, it's a good, yes. good title for a good opening to any <laughs> yeah. sentence, I watched um, Blade Runner, the director's cot, on a big screen in the, in the city square. Oh, did really? you? Which was brilliant for Blade Runner because there's like, you know, obviously, aeroplanes and that were going past and all that. It was like beating, like the films that started to bleed into reality. Mm. Wow. What's the volume situation with that, though? It was good volume. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw. Um, this isn't me. a drive through, you just sit there outside. I just sit in a, I, like, I like an outdoor film. Mm -hmm. oh, it's one of my favourite things. I, I went to Melbourne Arboretum. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mel B. And um, there's a lot, lot of bats in there. 
And uh, if he cried, that's what I call her, Melbourne Arboretum. <laughs> it's a little sort of pet name we are. Um, there was bats, and I thought, if only this was a Batman film, this would be the most oh, brilliant yeah. thing, <gasps> watching it live and oh, actual Oh, fine, that'd be good. Oh, man, somebody should have thought that through. Mm-hmm. Mm. If there'd been fish in there, then obviously From Here to Eternity would have been fine for the, uh, the big love scene. But then again, I saw Master and Commander on the beach at Brighton, and uh, how many outdoor? Do you ever see films indoors? I, I just love an outdoor film, and mm. I went there. And the Chubbies were doing them over here. It's that time that they couldn't, they didn't want to start too late because it gets cold. Uh-huh. So it was, it was a bit bright, really, for a film. Oh, really? It was like watching a watermark. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a very vague sense of something moving about on the screen, but that That's didn't. A point. What if it rains on an outdoor film? Do you just then everything is ruined. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have rough. got that ability to ask the question that leads to everything is ruined. So. Yeah. Um, right. Well, if we're in email corner, I could uh, I could read an email. Go well, on, it do seems it. like it's mm. appropriate, doesn't it? Hi, Frank the Cockerel and Emily. I really hope this makes email corner as I wanted to let you know that I'm not your average listener. No, I'm not wearing a black band tee. Now, let me cut to the chase. Oh, cut to the Lorraine. That's a T-shirt of a black band. uh, Mm. No, a black T-shirt of a band. Anyway. Is this an anagram of a link (laughs) that we have to put together later? I'm a young lady working in the fashion industry. Alan, you aren't. No. (laughs) Brackets designer. What's happened? Like Emily. I love Emily's fabulous... Oh, this lady is a fashion designer. Yeah, you knew that I was reading an email, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you were taking it at first. I thought you were trying to invent a sort of David Williams catchphrase. (laughs) I love Emily's fabulously scathing comments in Fashion Corner. Oh. I cannot describe my utter loathing for the boot cut too. Um, another boot, another anti mm, boot. A boot cut hater. I'm with her. Uh, I'd like to pass my deets on to the wonderful Emily. Oh. If she ever wants to share industry info, then I'm the girl for the job. A Fashion Corner night's move, if you will. You're faithfully Melinda, not Messenger, 076. I oh, have that's to say, Linda. that's nice, um, isn't it? That the ladies are bonding. Nice to know I've got appeal across the sexes. Yeah. Mm. Well, I um, the boot cut thing though. <laughs> there is an O'Neill turn. If you've got boots, mm. you can go boot cut. Oh, or, oh, can you, old-fashioned oh, guru? You can. <laughs> Thank you. There's a logic. There's a no, logic but you there. can go what I what I would think is going into the real the outskirts of town as far as fashion is concerned. And that's the blokes who talk them in. Oh, Oh, yeah. Now, I think... Outskirts of town? I mean, that's like Billy Ray Cyrus. Can you imagine me turning up here one day and I've got boots and I've tucked my trousers? No, oh, I feel ill. You've been no, thinking ex- about exactly. it. Exactly. I like the idea you might turn up in Uggs with the uh, <laughs> with the jeans tucked in. I, I like the idea of turning up in, in a sort of Ogg bodysuit <laughs> that zips at the neck. Oh, how cosy would that be? What happens in the central section? You've got onesies, haven't you? You've- I have to say, the other day I was looking at a lovely fashion drawing of uh, Anne Hathaway's Valentino dress. Oh, yeah, I've, right. I've ivory silk. I love it when Frank gets fashion literate. It was mm-hmm. uh, no, it was. It was mm-hmm. I love a fashion drawing. You know, you know. Yes, I do. Oh. An illustration. My dad always said, if I moved to London, this is what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I am what I am. <laughs> I am my own. Absolute. Absolute Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We we were discussing the the boot-cut gene mere moments ago, uh, and we've received a text, I must tell you. Uh, I have very sturdy calves, and a normal trouser that fits my waist appears like leggings. (laughs) Therefore, boot-cut jeans are a must. Dean is more than welcome to inspect if she does not agree. Ah, filthy great. Krog will be provided. Hugs and kisses, rich in Mosley. Krog? I think that's champagne, is it? Not. Mm. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Lovely. Is it not pronounced thought, Krug? Is it I Krug? Th- I think I'd say Krug. I thought oh, it was some no sort of compound word for hog something and hog, <laughs> like, you know, like Jedward. Kisses, something. No, I think it would have to be K-R, wouldn't it? It would have to be crisps, might- crisps, crisps and hogs. Right, yeah. You know, crisps and hogs parties, you must have been to that. <laughs> yeah, loads of them. Yeah. I um, don't care, Rich, about the Krug, I don't care about anything. You still, boot cuts are still un- unacceptable. Yeah, but if, if but this could be, we could be talking elephantitis here. Have a bit of sympathy. <laughs> For the record, Rich, I've got carve envy. I, if he sends another text that just says, 
<laughs> We're all going to feel pretty bad about it. I'd love big calf muscles. I'd Would you? Love, yeah, yeah. I'd love oh, no, I, don't like, I don't like a big calf. I get calf envy and beard envy. <laughs> They're my two big bits of envy. Wow. I have no envy. So why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> um, Frank765 has a question for you. Yes. Hi, Frank. I love a quiz. Hi, Frank and A&E. Well, it's more about your life, as if you were being interviewed. Which audiobook has Frank decided to listen to this week? I'm actually reading The Casual Vacancy by JKR, and it's brilliant, despite the reviews. Well, I suppose, like many of us, I'm, uh, I'm listening to the exegesis of Philip K. Dick <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Um, about a series of dreams um, mm. that Philip K. Dick, the sci-fi writer, had. In Frank which, loves sci-fi. For example, mm. an enormous book appeared to him, and he spent night after night trying to work out what the book was until he could get to the real one and... Stuff like that. Mm. And he had images of one modern art picture flashing up after the next. Mm. <laughs> are you hoping, that, it, are you hoping it. that it'll unlock your strange dream that you had, whatever it was well, the other day? I, it's, it's unlocking something. I, I'm loving it. I'd recommend it. It's about um, 58 hours of audiobook. Ooh. I haven't got that many. Hey, this is... <laughs> I haven't got that many in me. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, uh, what else? What else? Well, we're still in email corner, technically. Are we? Um, mm. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, how are you doing? I am a Japanese female. Not me, I'm reading an email. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listening to yeah, the and podcast... David Williams' character. That was rhyming, then. Is he rapping, now? <laughs> <laughs> Japanese female, not me, I'm reading an email. <laughs> listening to the podcast on my way to work on Monday morning. I love the show very much, enjoying the combination of your talks. Actually, it's hard to stop giggling in front of people who do know not who do not know what I'm listening to. I bet she does well, that. You know that thing that Japanese girls do when they giggle? They put their hand in front of their oh, mouth. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that. Um, well, in the last show, you all <laughs> talked about Japan. It was really nice to hear. Though yeah, I, I was sorry. very nice about it. Me too. Oh, I was awful. I am sorry to hear that Emily doesn't <gasps> like my country. Oh. Oh, oh, I think you've worn the wrong tropical shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happened. However, I think she may come to like Japan once she knows this. She must have been on a diet. That was OMG, I suppose. How's it going? Yeah, we should say new listeners. Yeah. yeah. You know who you are, mate. Um, <laughs> that Emily has been... Are you still on the OMG? Yes, right. although it's far less strict than it was. It okay. says, do you still blow 20 balloons every other day? Yes, that is you. part of the... Yes, no, 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 no not baboons, <laughs> balloons. <laughs> Frank! Oh, my God! It was a wild I told point. you that in secrecy! <laughs> you said it was in the vault. <laughs> anyway. It was in the vault. Um... <laughs> Keep going, Alan. What were the baboons doing in the vault? Anyway, here we have so-called long breath diets. You take a long breath, three-second inhale and seven-second exhale. This works for your inner muscles. This ten-second is one set. Then you do six sets with two different positions. Oh, you have to do the two-minute exercise. This is a diet that's just about breathing. Yeah. yeah. Six, you have to do two minutes exercise six times a day. Then you lose weight with no restriction of what you eat. No iPhone-sized food. Good, isn't it? And very simple is the great thing about it. It's not it complicated. Does sound... What does that mean, no iPhone-sized food? Because well, on OMG, about... yeah. your portions are measured in iPhone sizes. So you have two... No! <laughs> two iPhones worth of carbohydrates if you're going through that... Or two iPhones mm -hmm. worth of lettuce or whatever. Could you, um, would you be allowed lettuce. to, would you be allowed to fold and fold a uh, American hot pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it later. Oh, I love pizza. Yes, we all, well, who doesn't? I'm that's, glad we've established you all like pizza. Uh, the end of the email is, P.S. Alan, when you come into Japan next time, I would love to see your gig. Love, Kayo. Kaya? Kaya. Um, could Kaya, I just take Kaya? this opportunity to formally apologise to the Japanese? Okay. I've offended them. I don't think you've offended them all. No. Just but Kaya. I make a formal retraction. Kaya still oh. sounds pretty pretty friendly. I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated by the... Uh, especially it's a Japanese thing, breathing. As you know, I yeah. once tried to live by the code of the samurai. Did you? And, and, and <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> And uh, one of the things is that you have to make every decision within the space of seven breaths. That's one oh, of their... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's why, apparently why FIFA have held back bringing in goal line technology. <laughs> because you just... There isn't the time. No, but you... So I tried living like that. Every decision I made, seven breaths. Oh, man, I wore some terrible outfits. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know if I've actually said your two names today. It's stuck to me. Have I'm with you? Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. I'm terribly sorry. I just presume people know, but of course, your, your colleagues. We've got you know whole clusters of new listeners joining mm. us every yeah. second. What would you call us? Colleagues, sidekicks? When you're when you're Frank speaking to other like people, Frank doesn't like, like sidekicks. Sidekick. I find derogatory. When you're speaking to, speaking to other people, do you say, "Yeah, I've got these wacky sidekicks <laughs> on my"? Uh, I like yeah, zoo on my derogatory. radio show. Derogatory. My zoo I, radio. I prefer my bitches. <laughs> I'm, hold on, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing my Frank. diet. That's, that's another stone lost. I'm fascinated by the Japanese breathing diet. Uh-huh. I'm going to bring out. A, what about the whistling diet, Frank Skinner? Oh, you're a good whistler. That'd be, aren't that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? You can lose a stone. I say you Frank, could lose. If you did a diet book, I would love that. You would if it was a whistle. <laughs> if I claim that whistling, but somebody would believe it. You yes. could lose. You have to Me, do uh, probably. Yeah. Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds all the way through. <laughs> he could lose half a stone. It's, it's dropping off me. Yeah, so are the listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to clear them out in case they've come in for the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Top of the hour. I like, so I like to test the filter them. early. Well, uh, I, I have a, a, a little. Um, Recollection that oh, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a second of tension there. <laughs> Drew in my diet. I stopped breathing altogether. <laughs> I uh, oh, I wanted to ask Emily Dean's uh, verdict on a story. Oh, lovely. I uh, I worked on television's mock. I don't want your verdict on that. The uh, mock the week the other night. Lovely. Um, on my way out. So proud. Do you no, know no, what no, I am? Don't, don't, it's don't. like, oh, it's like when, you watch it, when you watch your son shave for the first time. <laughs> don't, when Alan says stuff like that. Don't do this. <laughs> I've been on it five times in five years. I'm a Mock the Week regular in the same way as Santa is a regular visitor to my house. Um, but uh, I bumped into TV's Frank Skinner in the car park as I was about oh. to get into, um, oh, into you a taxi. Been mixing. It was very odd because it, it was a really busy... Car park was there's loads yeah. of cars. Can I just picture the scene? Are we at TV Centre? We are. Yeah. We are at TV Centre. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. very, very glamorous indeed. Yeah, we were at the uh, at TV Centre. We bumped it. Oh, it was a bit like so um, Roger and Cobby Broccoli <laughs> playing backgammon. Oh, you didn't I'm say I will kill you. Get back inside. You had a suit bag as well. <gasps> That's so glamorous. Yes, I did. I had a Wait, suit bag. Moon did you have it over your forearm like Roy Hodgson? No. no. Okay. I think it you had it slung over your bed. <laughs> it was a, um, no, it was a suitcase time. You know, oh, I suit get bag. it. I get it. Anyway, let's not get distracted. Okay. I want to know your verdict on what took place because I suspect you will be mortified. Oh. Um, I bump into Frank and uh, I'm already a bit mortified. He's he's with two gentlemen. Um, okay, I don't like the way this is going. One of them holding a big bunch of flowers. He said, "Oh, these are the uh, guys from Room One Hundred One." Um, and uh, I've just done that. I said, yeah, hello, I'm shaking their hands. And he went, I keep telling them that um, they should book you for it, but they won't have you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I brought feel that up. They, they went, oh, cheers, Frank, that's a way to start a conversation. Yeah. I start Hi. laughing and I, say, yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. <laughs> cheers. You said, you said I am aware of the oh. food chain. I said I'm very aware of where oh, I am in the food chain. worst conversation <laughs> two human beings have ever had. I don't know, what well. I, I don't know why I even brought that up. <laughs> well, they were absolutely mortified, I felt. And, well, after uh, you left... You and I seemed them, fine with it. Yeah, after, after you left, one <laughs> of them turned to me and said, that went well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was. I, I don't know. I went, I went a bit name and shame. I, it really felt like I saw a, a flicker of delight in your eyes before you said it as well. I'm sure. Maybe no, I've been I just, whenever it. I um, whenever I introduce two people, I like to I like to weld them together. <laughs> the fact I've, I've, I'm was speechless. I, I feel so sickened. Oh, I had an even worse thing that night. Worse than that? Oh no. I don't tell know us. What did you do? No, I felt terrible. So you've got to tell us what you did. Is I'll, it... I'll, 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 I might tell you off air. Oh. Is that fair? Oh, well, I'm, hold on. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Well, I'll tell you this, but I do feel bad about it. I'm not... Mm-hmm. I've, you know, sometimes you say, you say something and afterwards you think, no, I shouldn't have said that. And you beat yourself up. So it's like, a, so I was on a show with uh, Clive Anderson, mm-hmm. and he said something to me, which was just—it was a bit of a leg pull mm. thing. 
And he was to, well, he was on Room 101, and he was he was putting in people who buy things, buy tickets for things in advance. Mm. He, you know, he's a champion of spontaneity. And I can't, I just felt bad now even telling this, but anyway, I, and I said to him, <laughs> he said something to me, like a sort of a leg pull, and I said, yeah, well, I, I buy tickets so far in advance, I've actually got tickets for your next TV appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the audience, no one laughed, the audience just went, whoa. Oh, and, um, what did he do? He, um, Did he raise his neck out of his No, collar? No, he's, he, he, t- he actually, he said something like, well, I'm on tomorrow night. And, oh uh, yeah, but which channel? Come well, on. anyway, <laughs> let's be honest about no, this. No, it's on Channel Four. It's all. Channel Five. I, I just yeah. felt, but you know, sometimes you say they come out these things. I think it's that we're getting old. You know, older people like Michael Parkinson get they they, st- they just start criticising. I think you're being hard on yourself. If he gave you a leg pull, no, you can but, give him a leg pull, and yeah, so it continues. I, I thought mine was. What mm. I thought it was too much. Mm. Anyway, I felt bad. I lay awake thinking about it. That's not it, your fault. You're a superior marksman. <laughs> no, but why, you know, don't why did I even reach for my weapon? <laughs> that's what that's what I said. Yeah. To I think as you get older, it's like a it's like a very very slow version of um, the alien coming out of John Hurt. Yeah. Yes, is that this that slight grumpy old spiteful nasty monster starts to climb out of your graying in concave chest. <laughs> Shall we um, talk about something else? Yeah. Um, Well, actually, we've just had a text in, which is rather confusing, Frank. Okay. This is from Martin Ashman. He says, hi, Phil. Just found your show on my computer. Might I say, what a show. Keep it up. Thanks very much. Thanks for the praise. Let's not, yeah. let's not, let's not be held back by details. No. <laughs> the irony that we refuse to read out lots of praise on this show, but the bit that we have read out is addressed to somebody else. Well, don't mind reading out a bit of praise for Phil. <laughs> Perhaps he was praising Philip K. Dick, so the exegesis oh, of Philip K. Dick. maybe. Yeah, or maybe he thinks it's Phil Jupiter's. Phil Storm um, is sure, whoever Phil is. <laughs> um, Frank, I have to say, there was a site this week that got me rather hot under the collar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Under the Clive Anderson collar. Right. Um, did you see... If you were driving round the streets, who would you most like to see in their underpants? Actually, this isn't relevant to you at all. You wouldn't enjoy this site. Who would I most like to see in their, in their underpants? Oh, uh, that's that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think Don't say uh, something the, filthy. The, the Duke yeah, of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Alan? Um I I I can't help but think that I'll say something filthy. I oh. think I might have to uh, I can see it in your eyes. Plead the fifth. <laughs> it's David Beckham, Frank. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I, I I I did see I saw these pictures of did David you? Beckham, yeah. I have to yeah. say. Well. Um he was he, filming he, an ad, wasn't he? He, looked, he was. He looked very, um, very well. in his own well. home? In the grounds of his own home? Well, they were doing one of those LA bus tours, you know. Mm-hmm. When you look at the stars' homes, and he mm, was yeah. in his garden being filmed for an underpants ad. Yeah. Sounds odd, I know. I wonder Weird. if the whole thing was staged. Well, I know oh, what you mean, you? Frank. Mm. But what I liked is, because the pants were sort of uh, khaki slash camo, almost in colour... He looked a bit Peter the Wild. He, did he looked look a bit <laughs> feral because he also might have had a shoe and a pant on. And of course, he looks like he <laughs> like had, he's got quite a lot of ink. He is inky. Yes. He looks like I imagine he uh, uh, when they're at home at night in Victoria, he sleeps across her lap and she just doodles <laughs> <laughs> like on a phone pad. There was, yeah. there was a couple of uh, phone numbers and um, a, a, a rattled down recipe just above <laughs> the nipple. <laughs> no, I think that spoilt it for me. Cause I, think, I, I don't the, mind the tattoo, but he's he's are um, they're haphazard. I just like I thought I liked he had an air of vulnerability about him as he ran through the undergrowth, as which I quite liked. So yes. I liked I liked the fact that in the um, article he said that he uh, he likes um, tight boxer tighty shorts. Tighty whities. Tighty whities. He, he, yeah. But he also said, I wear boxer shorts as well, mm. but I also like tighty whities for sport. And I'm I'm the same. I wear boxer shorts. Oh, God. For, for physical exercise, <laughs> I like to be held. Oh, Frank. Oh, I don't know where to look. <laughs> it's a fact. Just a minute. It's a fact. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like me and Beckham have got more in common, having read that article. <laughs> Context is all, oh, though, isn't it? It's coming down my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Context is all. David Beckham says he likes tighty whities. That's fine. John Terry, not so fine. <laughs> Awkward, isn't it? Different. 
Saggy, saggy I'm, pants? I'm, I'm just going to wait for it. I don't see why I should rescue him. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're talking about David Beckham in his underpants, and I've got, um, this is a serious theory. I, there's a shot of him where he's, he's behind, looked absolutely remarkable. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I'll drink it, it, to that. It, it's derriere. It looked absolutely remarkable, and I I suspect, because mm. I've seen him in, you know, shorts and various things before, uh, I think there's been a noted improvement. Oh, I no. think he might be wearing uh, a bomber sister. I should explain a bomber sister. I, employ, sort of, I actually employ one of those. <laughs> yes, a, a bomber sister is padded. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. a it's not a thing like grab a granny. Yeah. Um, someone's sister. Really? Is that what um, you think, Frank? No, yes, I'm serious. It, have you ever seen? Um, and look, it's not out of the question. By I, no means is it out. No, of the it question. isn't because. Or he could have had work done. No, he hasn't had work done. He could have had his derriere done. You know, have people you ever get, seen? Uh, people get those pecking plants, don't they? I don't think you go that far, but you must have seen... There's a pair of um, pants, men's pants, mm-hmm. and there are pouches at, at the rear and front for such assistance. For are such there? assistance? Yes. Are you sure they're not pockets? No, no. They're, they're, I know that because you can buy... Um, I was looking at what they call... They're called jackpots. Oh. I don't know why. I suppose one has hit the jackpot, metaphorically, with oh, them. Yeah. But you put um, foam um, padding in at the front or rear or both to to look make you look better, and uh, also that won't an, breathe easily. For an extra few quid, you can have uh, silicone instead of foam, um, as it says, so that even grabbers won't be fooled. <laughs> wow! I like grabbers. Yeah. Oh, I hope he hasn't done that. Frank. I honestly think I'm not. I know I'm not just being light-hearted really? now for for radio purposes. I honestly I think he, he might be wearing a bomber sister. <laughs> the terrain did look smooth. <laughs> yes, I felt. Um, Frank, we've had a text in actually saying, Frank, my dad has still got a pair of Y fronts. My mum bought him from Marks and Sparks before I was born. I was born in 1976. <laughs> How's that for for thrift, Hazel? Well, is he wearing them or are they are they framed? <laughs> I'm assuming he's wearing. Yeah, them. I've, I must admit, some of mine. I mean, as I've said, I've had I've oh, had, uh, Frank, I've had a bit of a cull of lately because the elastic just got ridiculous. I mean, if I had white fronts like that, I'd uh, if they'd gone, then then I'd wear them for day wear and keep a, a nice tight pair for sport and athletic. Well, I'm I'm just trying to think. I'm going to ask Kath if she'd consider sewing some belt loops. <laughs> <onto them. laughs> And uh, I could wear them with a... Why not? Why not have a belt on, on, on your pants? Why do we have to rely on elastic for underwear? That's a good point. You were after a shirt with a, uh, a tie-up thing for a while, yeah, weren't you? Don't Why wear pants some... that are 35 years old. Please don't. <laughs> could, you Please. Get, could you get braces for your, for your pants? <laughs> That'd be good. That would be fabulous. If you pulled them really tight, it'd be like a mankini. Yeah. yeah. And that would look lovely. There must be a way of getting a vest that sort of fixes <laughs> onto your pants. Why, why do we absolutely insist on elastic? You never see a bottom waist, you never... Because you need a nice line. Otherwise, you'll get <laughs> no, terrible but button marks if, popping If, like through. me, you do a Melts. lot of... Like, I do a lot of semi-nude modelling. <laughs> and I, I find the elastic, the elastic line... When you arrive at the shoot, you have to take the pants off straight away to let the elastic... And your socks mm. to let the elastic mm. line calm down. If I had braces... Calm down. That wouldn't be a... You could arrive a bit later. Yeah. Five be. minutes more at home, it's all important, it wouldn't it? it wouldn't be a problem. I hate that. I you know, when, you're, when you're kicking your heels around a, a, an underground uh, photo studio waiting for your, your sock marks to disappear, <laughs> it's one of the worst things. What a waste of time it is. And there's never any good reading material. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so, uh, after I made the appearance on the topical comedy programme Mock the Week, there was a story this week that um, Ed Miliband did his uh, Labour Party conference speech off by heart. Knew the whole thing. Six and a mm. half thousand words. Apparently. You see, that says DC goes for the old full bladder trick, doesn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah, he we, you told that. me about that. Yeah. Healthy creep. <laughs> <laughs> but Ed Miliband, apparently, he learned it off by heart, but also he did it in sections, which was quite clever. He Broke said he only practised it five or six times. Don't believe that for a minute. Yeah, it was a 65 minute speech. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, I. Uh, 
I, although I vote Labour myself, the mm-hmm. idea of listening to Ed Miliband speak for <laughs> 65 minutes is, yeah. is beyond my capacities. Mm-hmm. I suspect he actually learnt about 10 minutes knowing that for the, the next 55, nobody would be listening. He could just say anything he liked. <laughs> he probably whistled Jeff Wayne's War of the World. <laughs> no, but it would be on... It sounds... Honestly, it makes my shoulders go tense, the idea of having to sit there for that long. Yeah. And listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my... My touring show is about 80 minutes, 90 minutes, and uh, it's probably got the same number of laughs, to be fair. Oh, come on. <laughs> ah. Don't, Can don't, I just don't, say... don't let Room 101 selection process drag you down. <laughs> <laughs> Hilary um, DeVee before I... Alan Cochran. Are you, are you, are you smell, when you see Ed Miliband on telly, are you smelling aftershave? Or? Um, no. I have to say, I'm smelling bad breath. Oh. <laughs> I've never met him, but I am. I'm, I'm, I I'm, think that's probably true of Gideon Osborne, George. George Osborne. I'm smelling you, oh, a sort of... He's got a, I'm smelling a Tesco deodorant with a slight musky undertone. I find bad mm. breath now is an mm. ever more um, common thing I'm, I'm, right. I'm being confronted by. Oh. I'm trying to find a way of... Uh, You're you looking do? directly at me as you <laughs> say this. That's not no, really no, no. fair. Just, I can honestly say there's no one in this room I've experienced <laughs> it from. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Frank, can I just say? But just say the foams off these uh, microphones are going straight into the washing machine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you have a very impressive, I'm going to call it OBH off by heart, back catalogue. Yeah. What, of knowing things off by heart? Yes, you're brilliant yeah. at it. Thanks. Well, as your eyesight goes, you have to fall back on it. <laughs> I'm going to play some music, but we'll, we'll come back to off by heart because I think it, it is a dying, uh, mm. it's a dying technique. Absolutely. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 033 has texted in saying, Frank, I bet Ed Miliband smells of surgical spirit. Don't know Do you why. I think so. Mm. Don't know why. I know there's, there's something wrong there. I really would like to know now. If anyone's met Ed Miliband, what please does... tell us what he smells of. I think it might be slightly medical, though. I could, I would, yes, I know, think he's got a medical way. Maybe deep heat or something like that. So, something a, bit... Oh, a bit of Vic, maybe, to help Yes. Me, uh... Oh, Tiger Balm. I smell oh. Tiger Balm. No, but you know he's got that sort of... Oh, yeah, the Tiger yeah. Balm would clear that, A bit it? of Vic on the chest, though, like footballers oh, do. Oh, God. Or a raver. <laughs> Pardon? Um, a raver. Remember raves? Raves? Yes, I remember raves. raves. Um... Raving. I thought we'd gone into libel. Frank. So I'm yeah, saying nobody earlier, learns anything off by But you know a lot, it. because I was quite shocked when I came here, and mm. I've, heard, I've heard the old te- mic tests <clears throat> before. Frank yeah. does the sound check, and Frank says, launches into some Wordsworth poem. It's extraordinary. Well, we were encouraged at school to learn stuff off by heart, mm. but um, I, don't, I don't think, you know, opening of um, Richard III, mm. you don't want me to do it now, obviously. Well, I do a little bit. But you know it. <laughs> I like that we didn't have a choice there. Now is the winter of our discontent, made glorious summer by this sun of York and all the clouds that lowered upon our house in the deep bosom of the ocean bedded. Now are our brows bound with victorious wreaths, our bruised arms hung up for monuments, our stern alarms turned to merry meetings, our dreadful marches to delightful measures. Grim-visaged war has smoothed his wrinkled front. Yes, this is absolute radio. Get over it. <laughs> But now you might meet uh, a young person who can, can, just... who can do the crazy frog. That's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> can I confirm that there was no paper involved in that? Thank you so much for that. And that was very impressive. Well, there's more, but I thought um, I'd already pushed it as far as it would I'll go. I'll show you my Prince Hal later. I didn't go as far as dive thoughts down to my heart. Here Clarence comes. And no. then I have to start doing the other characters and people yeah. do start leaving. <laughs> That's a, that gets a bit 70s impressionist. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I turn round and moss up my hair and I come back and guess what? I'm the Duke of Buckingham. <laughs> so um, I think we're near the end mm. now. Um, Mark Crossley is next and um, that's just about all. It's been strangely odd sort of a show, I think. Do you think? Yeah. Strangely I've got, odd. I've got, um, I've got a bit of a tingle. You know that people walking over your grave tingle? I've got that from it. Mm. But um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. What a weird way to end the show. Yeah, it might just be... Uh, I might just be having a reaction to the... Um, to the brute. So, yeah, so if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. We look forward to that. We love you all. Goodbye. This is Frank Skinner. 